Hello, hello, Sarah Picaro with the Change With Him Real Robert Dean's podcast. I had to stop my getting ready for the video and leave my bathroom to come share this because I don't know if you're anything like me. This is the way that my mind works and sometimes it's kind of crazy, but I love it because it's full of creativity, inspiration, motivation, and Oh, connection. And I love the connection. My favorite connection, obviously, is my connection with my Lord and Savior. And that's literally the inspiration for this episode. Shout to the Lord. And as I'm getting ready, as I'm using the little Q-tip to wipe away the black stuff from my eye, I realized I need to do that. And it's important to do that. I can't tell you the number of lives or videos that I've done. And as I'm looking at myself in the video, I'm like, oh shit, there's mascara on my eyelid. It goes on the eyelashes, not the eyelid. And I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) that's the beauty of really being with your purpose and your calling is you stop giving a fuck about what you look like and you go, like you get up and go, you get up, go, go, go. And you don't care. And this, this song, these lyrics, I love music. I love worship music, especially the lyrics to it. They pop in my mind and they're always at the perfect time. And the ones that popped into my mind were shout to the Lord. And I didn't know that was a song. I had to Google the lyrics and the lyrics that I Googled were let every breath, all that I am forever exist to worship you. And so I'm reading this and I'm like, fuck me. That's, I used to praise the narcissist the way that I now praise Jesus. I used to have those words and and they were towards the ex. They were towards the narcissist. He was my all. He was my all. He was my being. And in the words of this song, I realized that's where the power lies, is, is where our attention, where our words, where our focus, when our energy goes. And I was giving all of these, the things that I now give my Lord, my Savior, Jesus, to the narcissist. And it's no wonder I felt so fucked up. And if you're wondering why you feel so fucked up after you've been in a relationship with a narcissist, it's probably because of what I'm sharing here, that you were giving the narcissist in your life all of these things that you need to be giving Jesus. So the, the lyrics were my Jesus, my savior. I didn't call the narcissist my Jesus, but I did say I felt like he was my savior. I felt like he was the one that that came in to save me from the last one. Like how fucked up is that? But uh, the narcissist is the enemy. And when you read the Bible, the Bible talks about the enemy and the enemy's ways. And the enemy in the Bible is also known as the devil or Satan. It's all evil. It's all designed to pull you away from who you need to be closest to. And it's all control. It's all manipulation tactics. And I truly believe that the enemy has an army of soldiers. And it's no wonder that my ex was the tip of the iceberg in the army, special forces. And there are concepts out there about special forces. Like there are the regular soldiers and then there are the special forces, the highly skilled, highly trained ones. And it took me being literally with the special forces to to experience the power of God's love. But through these lyrics... My savior, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. And I I would, that's what it was like. I felt like to the ex-narcissist, you're my savior. 
all of my days, I, I want to praise you. Your, the wonders of your mighty love, my comfort, my shelter, my tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. And those lyrics, those lines of that song just popped into my mind. And I'm like, fuck, that is what I used to do. I used to say that the ex-narcissist was my savior. I used to, to literally spend all of my days wanting to praise him so that he would praise me back. I need to learn to shut the door. So, so that he would praise me back the way that I was praising him so that he would love me the way that I was trying my greatest to love him. I would tell him the wonders of his mighty love. I, I would adore him with praise and shower him with praise and just totally beef up his ego. And, and I wasn't making that connection then, but that's what I was doing. I was so codependent and I was so down in, in that. Like it's, it's sickening. There aren't even words for how disgusting it is. I think that's why I'm going like, it's just, it's a pure evilness and it's one of the enemy's tactics and but I was calling him my comfort my shelter and when he would leave and I would feel this just deep pain of discomfort in my body and the only way that I was comfortable is if I was fighting to get him back and fighting to get back that love quote unquote that we once had that we had in the beginning that I know wasn't real love because it was control. It was abuse. It was manipulation. It was a tactic. And it's a tactic that the enemy uses and that we lie to ourselves and say that we find comfort in. And I was calling it my, you are my comfort. And I was saying that on, when we were together, he was my comfort. He was my shelter. He was my protector. He was the one that I would run to when I needed comfort and shelter and protection. But he was also the one that would pull it away and then laugh when I was metaphorically left out in the cold and pouring rain and quite literally left like feeling showered by my tears. I cannot tell you the number of nights that I was just showered in my own tears and it felt like rain. It felt cold. It felt isolating. It felt never ending. Yet I was calling him my comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength. And it's no wonder I went for a guy who was physically big and, and physically strong, who loved to showcase that and loved to be seen as that for his own self-righteous glory. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. And I, I did that. I, I, I worshiped the ground that he walked on. There was no amount of treatment that he could deliver that was bad enough. And when I realized this is going through my own transformation and journey to healing, that's because there's no amount of abuse of abuse that I could abuse myself with that trumped that. And that's what happens. The enemy gets us to turn on ourselves and think there's no one like you. And, and the enemy diverts and directs our attention, our focus, our awareness off of the one who can change everything from that and put it on another. The enemy's tactics are to take our attention and divert it away from God and put it on someone else, someone else in human form who's going to destroy us in the form of a narcissistic relationship. That's what I experienced. And, and those words landed 
There is none like you all of my days. I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love, my comfort, my shelter, my tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. And there are times when I think back on what I experienced and I'm like, that is fucking sick. I, I looked at the narcissist as my savior, my refuge of strength, my tower, my comfort, my shelter. And it is no wonder I felt the way that I felt about myself when I was with him. It's all so vibrantly, beautifully, powerfully crystal clear now. It's all so clear. And that's the thing is when it's not, it's not. It, it's clear as mud. <laughs> it, it truly is because we're not making it about the right him, the capital H him. And that's why I know that I felt called to to call this podcast the change with him capital H because a lot of us who've gone through emotional abuse and neglect and past relationships and toxic emotionally abusive and unavailable relationships we make the focus about him if we're a woman listening to this a small h obviously just flip the pronouns around if you're a man listening to this it's not a gender related issue but this happens we make the focus we make this other person this person who is for the enemy who is a member of their forces we, we make them what he should be to us. We put them in his place. So it's a wonder our mind is all over the fucking place because our priorities are all messed up. We, we've put number one down at number 101 and so many things above it and before it and more important than the one who should be first place in our lives, first things first. There's a worship song called first things first. And, and really what it's talking about is just put God first, put Jesus first, put reading your Bible, put spending time with his word first and foremost every day before you do anything. Even if you just literally open your eyes or you don't even open your eyes, you're lying in bed and you realize, okay, I'm about to wake up and you just pray. And I have another episode about how to pray, P-R-A-Y. Praise, repent, ask, and know that all of his promises are yes and amen. And yes is the why. It's so easy. It's so simple. We need to take the time to make the choice to do it. And when I realized this, I was never, I, I did not have a relationship with God when I was with a narcissist. I, I think it was because of all the pain and all the anger. And I projected that onto God. And I thought, wow, you're a fucking asshole if you're helping me or not helping me. <laughs> you're not helping me if you're allowing me to go through this. Like, who does that? What kind of God allows someone to go through this kind of pain? allows someone to be treated this way and a lot of us do that when we're going through a lot of pain and deep dark times and it's what I realized it was me I was not putting first things first and now that I know that and and these lyrics <laughs> I had to laugh at them no wonder my life felt that way when all of my days I want to praise and I just thought that I could praise myself or, or him into loving me and, and praise myself into loving myself enough that I didn't feel that way. And that didn't work. That's why you just write affirmations 
on a sticky note and you read them like I am loved, you're like, no, I'm not. If I, if that were true and I were loved, why would I feel this way? Why would this person be treating me this way? Because that alone is not enough. It requires the transformation of your inner and most core deeply rooted unconscious beliefs because those reflect and mirror your beliefs about him and when you get the beliefs that you have about yourself in alignment with the beliefs that god has about you when he sees you everything changes just like the meaning of the song who this song is actually about and obviously it's called shout to the lord but the the words that you hear and the ear the the, the words that your ears pick up on and the meaning that they make because for so long I didn't even realize it but my mind was making these lyrics mean something about something it wasn't about what compares to the promise I have in you nothing there's a line in the song, nothing compares to the promise I have in you. And the ex-narcissist would make promise after promise after promise. If you're in that world, you may have heard the term future faking. They promise you this fake future, but you don't know what's fake. You believe in it. You literally put your life in this promised future's hands. You're like, yes. And that's why you stay. And that's why you're afraid to leave because you don't want to leave the promise of a better future. Holy shit. Do you realize that's never going to come? Jesus promises you a better future. God promises you a better future. And that you can trust and you can believe in. That is a promise that will never be broken. That is not a fake promise. So when you put your belief and your faith and your trust in those words and you make those words about the right thing, about the right person, the one that they're meant to be about, not the diversion, the enemy comes in to divert us, to give us a fake, false future, a better promise. Like it's going to be better. Just stick with me. Stay with me. Don't leave me. I promise you I'll make things up to you. I promise you I'll change. I promise you it won't always be this way. Just stick with me. Stay with me. I'm going through these really hard times, aka let me continue to mind fuck you and control you and manipulate you and continue to abuse you until you are at your lowest of lows and you feel like there's nothing left of you. And a lot of us, myself included, have to get to that point. I had to get to that point until I realized I have been putting all of this in the wrong person's hands. The line to that song, nothing compares to the promise I have in you, now is reserved for the one that it was meant to be for all along. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Now, the line that song, when I hear it, when my soul hears it, it lights up. There's like an internal dance party because now that connects me with God and the promises that he has for me. And nothing compares to the promise I have in him. Big capital H, not that tiny little lowercase h, but the attention, the belief, the hope, the faith, the trust used to be in him used to be in the ex-narcissist and I used to say nothing compares like I had I had my faith my hope my trust in the promises that he gave me and guess what every single one of them was broken it was like a pinky promised 
on one hand, sealed with a kiss, and the other hand behind his back with his fingers crossed. That is the way of the narcissist. That is the way of the enemy. Those are the tactics. You only see the pinky promise being made, but you don't see what they've got hidden behind their back, that they've already crossed their fingers and broken the promise before they ever made it. And God does not do that. God will not do that. God's got both hands in front of you, stretched out towards you, arms open wide, full of incredible promises that will never be broken. And the Bible is full of the most amazing promises and nothing compares to the promise I have in you. And when you sing those words to your Lord, to your Savior, to your Jesus, to your God, then you truly can experience the power of those words. And the power that X has, the power the narcissist has, the power the enemy has is nothing, absolutely nothing. And nothing means zero. It means nothing, powerless, neutral, doesn't sway you either way, is nothing compared to the Lord. It is nothing compared to the Lord God Almighty. And now I know, now I know. There's nothing that could take me away from that because it is a more intimate, more deep, more close, more personal, more private, more powerful relationship than any relationship I've ever experienced. And I was putting all the faith, all the trust, all the hope, all the intimacy, all the comfort, all the shelter, everything, literally everything in the hands of the ex, in the hands of the narcissist. And I didn't know it because it, it's so, you don't know what you don't know, but it was so metaphorical my comfort, my shelter, let every breath, all that I have never cease to worship you. And when you're living that way, the narcissist fucking loves it. It is oxygen for them. It is it's breath to their lungs when they have people treating them that way, like they're a God. That's literally what it's like for them. And that's why it's so incredible for them because they get everything from you. And when you, when you realize that, and then you, you realize I had them in the position that is only reserved for the Lord. And when you take that and you, you transform and you recalibrate and you, you replace and you put God as number one in your life and you take the narcissist off the pedestal, words of a song can transform you like this one, Hillsong Worship. They're incredible. They're amazing. And then you really feel the power when you sing the lyrics of a song. And you imagine one who will never break promises, never, ever, ever hurt you, loved you so much that he sacrificed and went through the most excruciating pain for you on your behalf. And we think that what we go through when we go through an abusive relationship, is tough, is hard. It, it can't even be compared to what Jesus went through for us and for us alone. Even if there was no one else, he would have done what he did just for you, just for me. So the words and the lyrics of the song are, they're truly transformational. They really are. 
Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the work of your hand. Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. And when we read God's word and when we learn about what he did for us, the work of his hands, he literally worked with his hands. Jesus was a carpenter when he was younger. And it's no wonder his hands were nailed to the cross to represent the power of his hands. And when we pray, I love turning my hands up to receive and to be in an open receiving position, a vulnerable position. They're not closed, they're not crossed, they're not clenched, they're out. They're open to receive his love, his mercy, his grace. And he desires for us to receive that. He desires for a deep relationship with us and to honor him and experience joy, joy at the work of his hands. We don't need to work to earn his love. Like we need to work to earn the narcissist's love. There is no working to receive the love of God because that is a very abusive, controlling and manipulative kind of love. And that is not the kind of love that God loves with. In fact, it's quite the opposite of that. And we put our faith in our trust in his promises, we truly can experience that nothing compares to the promise I have in you. To be in a relationship with someone requires a lot, requires a lot of trust, a lot of vulnerability, a lot of openness, a lot of honesty, and God knows all of you. And he honestly and openly loves you. He loves you in a way that you can't, I, I still can't even just imagine or begin to fathom like how much it is. And I often ask myself, why? Like, why? And in the beginning of getting out of the relationship with the ex, I used to ask, why couldn't he love me like that? That's all I wanted. And then I realized I wasn't created for that. I wasn't created to stay in that kind of love or to receive or to experience that kind of love. I was created to receive and experience a kind of love that only our father can give, that only comes from our father, that experience with him. And I now know that I got to go through that type of emotional abuse and neglect to take me to having an experience with the kind of love that only the father can give. And it has been the most incredible experience. And when I realized, wow, I used to put <laughs> the narcissist in the same pedestal and in the same glory and honor that I now give to Jesus, everything turned around, everything transformed. And it's just been truly the most liberating, transformation, transforming experience. So I felt called to share this with you, and uh, I invite you to go give that song a listen, Hillsong Worship, Shout to the Lord, and then just close your eyes as you're listening to the lyrics and, and see, especially if you've experienced such an emotionally abusive relationship, is see the person that used to be in that position, that you used to give that much attention and adoration and worship and praise, and, and see if you can just imagine light in that place the light and the love of God and, and just experience what you experience when you put first things first and when you put him in the right place, in the place 
that the other him or her used to be. I love you guys. And I'm praying for you. If you haven't let him into your life yet, I invite you to do so by simply asking him to come in. Jesus Christ, I'm ready for you to come into my life. I'm ready for you to be my shelter, my comfort, my tower of refuge and strength. I'm, I'm ready to let every breath that I have, all that I am, never cease to worship you. I'm excited for you. It's going to be the most incredible, powerful journey. Whether you've already began it or whether you're just renewing it or whether you're just really leaning into this reminder of this beauty, this comfort today. It's a beautiful day. I love you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye for now.